Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Dietra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. If this is your first time joining me, Fictionary is a place for you to sit back, relax, and escape reality for a few moments. I recommend sipping on something delicious while you listen. Today, I'm drinking some cafe con leche, my leche being oat milk because dairy and I are not friends. We're more like frenemies. I like dairy, but I really hate what it does to me. And dairy just overtly hates me, but it likes my attention. It's pretty much a sick and twisted relationship and one that I'm having a really difficult time ending. I just can't quit you, dairy, but I will. Okay, I'm gonna quit. Speaking of sick and twisted relationships, y'all like that smooth segue, Um, I want to talk about a relationship in my life that is the opposite of sick and twisted. A few weeks ago, I was able to interview author Shantae Oliver, who happens to be my sister. She is a dope-ass queen whom I love very much. This week is her birthday, and we are celebrating in Disney World. I'm actually pre-recording, so who knows how the trip is actually going, but y'all, please pray for us. We're going to Disney World in the middle of August, and I personally am not built for that level of heat. Um, Hopefully, I will survive and be able to come back and do some more episodes for you guys. Um, Anyway, I just want to take a moment to wish my wonderful sister the happiest of birthdays. Who knew that God was giving me my best friend, an encourager, a partner in adventure and creativity the day that my sister was born. I mean, I had no idea. I was just kind of jealous because all the attention was no longer on me. I already had to split it with my brother. Now there's a cute little bundle of joy stealing the attention. Mm. I mean, I'm not bitter. I'm really not. (laughs) Um, I am. I'm truly grateful for you and the relationship that we have. And I hope that this year brings you closer to your dreams and brings you all of the joy and peace and adventure that you deserve. And I hope and pray that this is a year of abundance and overflow for you and that you get to see all of your your visions start to come to reality, you know, um, the things that you want to accomplish in this life. Anyway, I love you very much, Seaster Face, and I want to wish you a happy birthday. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Yeah, so guys, if you don't know, this is a throwback to an old audio cassette tape that me and um, our little uh, sis uh, Raylene made for my sister for her birthday. Uh, So yeah, I had to throw in a little singing. Sorry, you guys just deal with it. Okay. So in honor of my sister's birthday and to celebrate, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Instead of our 100-word stories, we're going to be reading the first episode, Sins and Sunburns, of her Kindle Vela story. It's an episodic story, Hexes, Jinxes, and Hijinks. And I just want to warn you guys that this episode has some pretty gory descriptions, so you might want to prepare yourself mentally. It gets, I mean, it's... I. 
mm, it's really good, but ugh, there's some stuff that I was just like, oh, God, it's horrible. But it's also like, it's horrible. I can't stop listening. Right. So hopefully you guys enjoy. And again, happy birthday, Shantae. We now present to you Hexes, Jinxes, and Hijinks, Episode 1, Sins and Sunburns. It's a sunny summer day, and already I am over it. Everything is bright and green and humid. Autumn is my season. In autumn, I thrive. I feel alive. But this, this treacherous sunshine and oppressive sweat are going to be the death of me. I've decided to beat the heat with the rest of the kids in town and go to Lake Spring. I've been sitting out here for only about 15 minutes, and I think I may be ready to go home. My curly hair is practically a fro at this point, and my always late best friend still isn't here. I look around one more time, hoping to see her, and instead see Liz Bishop, and her skin is an angry shade of red. I look down at my melanin-blessed skin and feel grateful that I've never had to know that pain. I still wear sunscreen, though, so I would think Liz, with her ghostly white skin and flaming crimson hair, would have been more careful. I get out my 100-plus SPF sunscreen and start walking over towards her. Better late than never, right? As I walk, I have to pass by Nick Lewis and his merry band of bastards. I don't feel brave today, so I work hard not to make any eye contact. They're laughing loudly about something, and it doesn't sound kind. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever heard a cruel laugh before? Nick had perfected it. I've been the butt of his jokes many times, and it was always his laughter that sliced the deepest. His laugh was made of daggers, and he was an expert at throwing them. I took a quick glance to my right to see if they were laughing at me. Did I have something stuck to my shoe? Was my summer dress bunched up in my underwear for my quick bathroom break earlier? The horrors that flashed through my head in the matter of a second was impressive. It wasn't me this time, though. Nope. Nick and his sheep-like hyenas had a different target today. Liz. I panicked when I realized. I almost turned around. Like I said... I am not feeling brave today. The sunshine had melted all of my brave away. But Liz had always been kind to me. She'd been brave for me. And right now, she was sitting near the lake with her head hanging down, throwing rocks mindlessly into the water, trying to ignore the jerks who were loudly teasing her from behind. But worst of all, she was alone. I was just going to give her some sunscreen and then leave. I had no intentions of spending one more minute at the lake. The water was eerily still in spite of the amount of people that were currently inhabiting it. It freaked me out. Plus, my tardy best friend still wasn't there, so I should just leave and go find her. But still, Liz may not be my best friend, but I've known her my whole life, and Nick's nasty army was descending upon her. So, I went. I went and sat down next to Liz. Hey, I said. Oh, hey, Lonnie, Liz replied. The way her posture immediately straightened up and her face shone when she saw me took my breath away. I thought you might want this, I said. I handed Liz the sunblock. 
She smiled gratefully and immediately began putting it on. I think it's a little late for that, Red Lobster, Nick heckled. Don't listen to them, I began. At the very least, hopefully you'll be able to keep it from getting worse. Yeah, last year I got boils on my skin from sunburn. I really don't want to do that again, Liz agreed. I was going to ask her why she hadn't been more careful this year. Far be it for me to judge a person's life choices, but this seemed painful. I was going to ask, but I didn't get the chance. Just do it already, Nick yelled. I turned to see his number one crony, Layla Williams, coming up behind us. I was confused, because what more could they possibly want from Liz? Apparently, there was a lot more. Their teasing wasn't enough. Hey, Liz, Layla said. Yeah, Liz mumbled tentatively. I know how to turn your ugly burnt skin back to normal, Layla mocked. Huh? Liz responded. Layla pulled her hand back and swung it like a tennis racket. Neither Liz nor myself had time to stop it. Layla slapped Liz's exposed back with a force so powerful it rocked Liz forward. The scream, the scream that erupted from Liz's mouth sent bolts through my body. A white handprint marked her back for a moment, like a target. Before I knew it, I was standing up. Before I knew it, I had pushed Layla to the ground. Before I knew it, I had walked over to Nick and looked him directly in the eyes. Just like that, my brave was back. You are poison, Nick Lewis. Your puppets are poison. Your laugh is poison. Your heart is poison. I hope you bite your tongue off one day laughing at people like that, you absolute waste of space. Who the hell just said that? I was possessed. That's the only sane explanation. Nick looked at me, met my eyes, and smirked. I held my breath and waited for what would happen next. Liz had gotten up and was coming to join me, pain mixed with shock now on her face. I was glad that at least if I was about to get jumped by the Nick Lewis Mafia, I'd stood up for her. He opened his mouth, probably about to give his command to his snotty troops, but his mocking eyes changed in an instant. Whatever he was about to say was now lost to the nether. He threw his hands over his mouth, looking more horrified than a cat taking a bath. You know how I said his laugh was cruel? Well, you should hear the boy cry. That cat from earlier went from taking a bath to drowning. His friends ran over to help him, and when he moved his hand away to show them what was wrong, I staggered back in horror. His tongue, lips, and all the inside of his mouth was filled with boils. They looked like sunburn boils. The blisters were multiplying by the second, and soon he couldn't close his mouth at all. We need to get you to the hospital, one of his minions shouted. Liz and I were quickly forgotten as the group ran to get in their pickup truck. Nick ran with them, still crying from the pain, and trying to cover his mouth with his hands so no one else would see 
His coordination was off since he could barely see through the tears that were streaming down his face, so he didn't see the curb that was coming up ahead of him. His lovely group of friends hadn't bothered to hold on to him, so no one was there to prevent the fall. Nick's foot caught on the curb as he ran, and he fell hard and fast to the concrete. His chin hit the ground hard and snapped his mouth shut. White and yellow liquid seeped out of his mouth as the boils began to pop from the pressure. Serves him right, Liz whispered to me. None of it made sense, and it all happened so fast. I felt lightheaded and confused. Lonnie, the lioness, I'm here, shouted Blake, my best friend, who was now running towards me, blissfully unaware of the horror that I'd just witnessed. The world around me began to spin, and I felt like I was hearing things. Blake looked worried as she sped up towards me, but like always, she was too late. Everything went black. The end of episode one of Hexes, Jinxes, and Hijinks. Available on Kindle Vela. Just search for Hexes, Jinxes, and Hijinks. And you can also search for Shantae Oliver to find the story. There are more episodes available. Just a quick note from the author. Thank you for joining me for episode one. More horror to come. If you like my writing style, go to ShantaeOliver.com to find books by me. Guys, I don't know about you, but I found this a bit creepalistic. And uh, yeah, I just invented that word. Give me credit, Webster's, please. Um, Yeah, it was the boils that did me in. I don't even like saying the word. The boils. Oh, my gosh. But um, I have had the privilege to be able to read the other stories in this series, and I highly recommend it. Um, Kindle Vela is a pretty awesome avenue for serialized stories and a way for authors to get their work out. Uh, I am actually working on a story that I want to publish on Kindle Vela. I want to get a couple of episodes uh, slash chapters written and done before I feel confident to release it, but you can look forward to that. But in the meantime, you can always check out Shantae Oliver um, and read her story because it is awesome. And she does have, I think, five episodes up right now. Uh, So enjoy, guys. And until next time, keep on reading.